All right, hello everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Classical Pairings. I am your host Nick Johnson, and in this show, I get to go around town and meet some fascinating people in fascinating locations to see what all is going on with cocktails and food and desserts, beer, all sorts of fun things. Um, and then I come up with some classical music to pair with it,、uh, trying to think about how art fits in with the city and other things. But today is no exception. Speaking of being in fantastic locations with fantastic people, I am currently sitting at what is probably one of the best listening rooms in the city at Bar One Fourteen. This is、uh, a, 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 a a luxe micro bar dining and high fidelity listening room. I read off the menu, but I would,、uh, from everything I've had so far, completely agree with that. We are at 49th Pennsylvania.、Um, this、uh, is the this bar is part of the Patichu、uh, Incorporated, the the family of restaurants, that sort of thing. I knew it from being next to Napoli's,、um, and across the street from Apocalypse Burger, I believe、mm -hmm. it's called. Yeah.、Um, anyway, a, a fascinating space here. But before I keep rambling, how about I go ahead and introduce my fantastic guest, Damian Weems, who is the What is your actual title here? Sorry, introduce yourself, Damian.、Uh, hey, what's up? What's up? Damian and Damian.、Uh, my title is long-winded.、Um, I am the.、Uh, give it all. It's a podcast. There's no right, end time. Right, so right. yeah, give us the whole title. Yeah,、so uh, cocktail program director for the entire company. So I am recreating the cocktail menus for everyone, including Bar One Fourteen, and then I、uh, run Bar One Fourteen itself. Okay, fantastic. You said what, cocktail? What did you say? Manager?、Uh, cocktail program director. Cocktail program director.、Yes. Yeah, I like that. Cocktails need a program director. It sounds like you're like、It's, leading a cruise or something. I, the, I, I kind of does it. Yeah, in a way, I guess maybe you are.、Uh, how long have you been here at Bar One Fourteen? Um, going on two and a half years. Okay, fantastic. Yeah, for a while. I am.、Uh, when we briefly met earlier. I told you this already, but I'm ashamed to admit that I had not been to this bar before. I heard, which、uh, is a problem that after this episode I will continue to rectify.、Um, it, and so I will say this also to the listeners: if you love cocktails and if you love music, which I don't know why on earth you would be listening to the show if you don't,、uh, you should absolutely come and check out this bar.、Um, there's, I mean, a beautiful display of records that I'm looking at right now, and then to my right is a beautiful display of bottles from all over the world. I'm sitting on a comfortable sort of. Is this velour? I don't, I don't know. I, th I think it's like faux faux horse. Faux horse. It's、yes. comfortable. That's what I do. Yes, this is, is a good spot to sit、yes. and have a drink.、Um, and and when it's warm, you have some seating outside as well, right? We will、um, once patio season's like up and going. We won't serve food there, but we'll have cocktails out there okay, for waiting、nice. guests and whatnot. Why don't you give? I mean, I'm kind of describing the room a little bit, but can you give a little bit of your idea of the vision of what Bar One Fourteen is, and what would what should a customer expect? All right. So for starters, we're a、uh, micro bar, a listening room,、um, act as a sensory bar as well. So as the night progresses, the music gets very loud and it gets extremely dark.、Okay. So it doesn't leave room for a, a lot of conversation.、Mm -hmm. You're really here to vibe out,、mm -hmm. um, let your senses go, and just listen to music.、Mm -hmm. um, as far as our menu, our cocktail menu is all Japanese forward.、Uh, I like to kind of infuse the American cocktail bar with the、uh, Japanese art of the cocktail, if you will.、Hmm. Um, seasonal cocktails we have, I think about tenish. Unrounding.、Um, we have a bit of a premium cocktail section,、mm -hmm. which will have、um, more higher end spirits,、mm -hmm. higher end ingredients. We also have your classics and kind of to infuse that American with Japanese. I use Japanese spirits, but with the traditional American builds. So.、Um I want to keep talking about Bar Fourteen,、For、but、sure. I have an ignorant question first. No, no. I, I did not know that Japan had much of a cocktail tradition. 
Um, do, do you know much about it, or, or wh- why Japan? Why, why is that what why you're choosing Japan? as the um, link? I was inspired by two people. One, um, the woman that runs Kumiko, and that is in Chicago, and Katana Kitten is in New York. Okay. I have two of their books, and that kind of inspired me to go this route. Um, they have a lot of rich tradition, and they never had to experience prohibition, so mm, that's okay. also a fun fact. Okay. Um, so it allowed them to go crazy with their cocktail menus, their cocktail bars in general. Mm-hmm. Um, each one has its own identity, if you will. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, I kind of wanted to introduce that here. Yeah, well, I know Japan definitely entered the whiskey market in a major way, what, 20 years, something like that. I don't even know how long they've been doing it. Probably way a lot longer, longer than that. Way longer, yeah. Um, like, but I guess <laughs> that's about when I became aware of it, I guess. <laughs> which, uh, but... Uh, and when I'm, even I'm just, I'm just skimming the menu here, and I know we're going to be trying a few things here. I pride myself in knowing a fair amount about cocktails as just an, basically a, an amateur with too much time on my hands. But there are so many ingredients here that I don't recognize that I cannot wait to try. But um, we'll get into to, to some of those specifics. Um, so uh, you said sensory deprivation. Yes. Why? Why? So that was... Kind of the um, idea when I first got here, uh, and I kind of just pushed it a hair, um, so it gets a hair darker in here. It's mm-hmm. start. You're pretty much lit by a candle. Okay. And dim lighting. Yeah. Yeah. So do you think that that enhances the experience of? of the I think music it does, and, um, and it's it it does it enhances the music. It enhances the smell of things, the taste of things. Mm. I mean, you're in such a small room, so you're yeah. kind of just like it's a. Uh, I messed with your mind a little bit. Yeah. And so I didn't actually say it, and since this is a music show, I should. You guys have some fantastic speakers in here, right? Yeah, so they're all donated by Klitsch. Okay. Um, Martha introduced him to his oh, okay. wife, and he donated us with the, I want to say, Heritage Series 3s. Um, we have a few theater speakers in here as well, mm-hmm. um, and some outside. Yeah. So I will just say, when, when we met uh, last week, uh, I had you play just a little bit of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll just say, for my ears, it was fantastic. And I know that we weren't at full volume yet or anything, because no, we were no. still talking. But still, the, the the clarity of sound, with also like I could tell that there was there was a deep end, there was a bass that you were, I think, not <laughs> letting it quite shine because we were still having a conversation. But it yeah, was an impressive sound system, thank um, you, thank especially you. Um, like as, as I look around the room, I can see that you really kind of thought about like you have two turntables, right? Because you you can you always have one queued up and ready to go. Yeah, you um, also have you can play. What else can you play in here? Sorry. So we can play anything from our phones. Uh, we have a dongle back here for mm-hmm. iPhones and whatnot. We have a double-decker record player. The bottom one is a floating uh, record player. The other one is sitting onto a wooden ledge that was made for it. Uh, we can play inside, outside. So it never skips or something when someone walks by it. Exactly. Sort of thing. Yeah. I get that exactly. in my house. It's so annoying. It is. It is. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, no. Okay. And then you have reel-to-reel or something? Is that? It's not. Decoration. It's a decoration. It okay, decoration. that's just fine. Yes, no um, time for to uh, yeah, load okay. that up during service. Um, and so you said when you're choosing music for the night, you go for a particular vibe. No. Oh, it okay. It's kind of just really at random. Okay. Um, it's when I come in, I'll either have the team choose four records and we'll compile and go from there, or mm-hmm. it's just I'll walk in and say, "What are we going to do tonight?" Yeah. And then throughout the night. If I need to change things up that aren't in there, I'll just go through and just choose records as the night goes on. Okay, nice. I love something you said to me though when we talked last week is that you play um, a whole side of a record usually, right? You're not just doing singles. You're you're actually letting an art, which I I don't know. I'm a record snob myself. Mm -hmm. I 
and when I listen, when I do listen digitally, I always turn shuffle off. I hate shuffle so much. I went to listen to the the, the album the way the artist envisioned that album, which I realize sure. is snobby of me. And there are many genres of music that that doesn't actually matter. But I love that you guys play right pretty much whole side. You said even just sometimes about, you play whole records. Whole records, sometimes. yeah, okay, yeah. It kind of just depends if the records can uh, hold through for. The mm-hmm. entire guests say, or if it feels a little stale at the time, we'll need to yeah. change it. But yeah, for the most part, I used so, to. Play. Okay, so wait, you said stale. Are you read, do you like read the room as much yeah. as you can see people yeah. and to see just like if they're into a particular artist? Is it, it time for the immediately. Side? Like the room yeah. is so small that you feel yeah. everything still. So um, if you feel that the crowd doesn't like it, yeah. you just immediately just do a slow, sexy fade. Yeah. And <laughs> put on switch it over, else. yes. Yeah. No, that's interesting. I, I'm thinking about, you know, I play records at my house whenever we have people over and you. I get that 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 same experience. Mm-hmm. So like, oh, that was a bad choice. Yep. I just put on a country record or something. And people weren't in the mood for that. And for sure, like it's time for me to sort of sneak back in. But I only have one turntable, so you get like a <laughs> and switch. It. Just a switch. Anyway, um, I like that you were thinking so much about the audible experience mm-hmm. um, or the oral experience. I don't know which no, one. It's of, audible. The sound, whatever the it's music it's, experience. Yeah. Let's say that. Because um, there are not a lot of places that really seem to care about that. Um, no. And I'll just say to, to people who have not been here, um, you mentioned Chicago and New York. I think it's pretty fortunate that this bar exists in Indianapolis, to be totally honest. I, I think agree. this bar would surprise some people. It does, um, either in a good way or a bad way. It depends on yeah. what, they, what they're <laughs> expecting, right. yes. Yeah, I'm assuming you guys occasionally have a customer who doesn't really know what they're getting into. Yeah, we'll have some people who'll walk in and be like, oh, yeah. it's really dark. And then it's, oh, it's really loud. And say, yeah. The longer <laughs> you stay, it'll get a little louder. Yeah. Uh, if, if somebody wants to check it out, mm-hmm. uh, what do they need to do? So Thursdays are, I think, like the best days for actual walk-ins. But okay. typically, you'll want to make reservations via open table two weeks okay. in advance. Okay. And they can find that at? Bar114.com. Okay, perfect. You said two weeks in advance, typically. Yep. I'm assuming if it's like a Valentine's Day or something, you maybe need a little longer sometimes in advance or something. And then so the the, vid is, the visit is limited? It is two hours, yeah. Okay. So every table is two hours long. Uh-huh. Um, we serve in an izakaya style as far as food, so everything comes out as it's ready. Okay. And um, Wait, What was that word you just said? I'm sorry. Izakaya. Izakaya. Would you explain yes. that? I've never heard that. Um, so it's a uh, traditional Japanese bar for the most part. Uh-huh. That uh, focuses on like sake, shochus, um, and also fast food service, I'll say. Um, everything okay. generally does kind of come out as it's ready. So say you order something that's an appetizer, quote unquote, yeah. you might get that at the end of your meal. Or you can get Interesting. It yes. Okay. And so it's sort of, and I, wow, okay. So you're kind of upending the, I don't know where this tradition came from, but the, like that, that everybody has their food before you start eating kind of polite thing. Yeah. A yeah, little bit. A little I, don't, bit. I don't know. I, I wonder where that came from. I don't know. I did Cotillion as a kid. I probably was taught that. <laughs> okay. I'm from Southern Missouri. We, yeah. That's why I'm so graceful and polite now. Um, but anyway. <laughs> Proper gentleman. <laughs> Speaking of graceful and polite, do you know what would make me more graceful and polite? A Doctor. cocktail. I'm ready to go if you Excellent. are. All right, let's do it. Um, so you've got two what, that you're going to make. I actually have a quick question before we start yes. this up. So how do you make them in the dark? Or do you have like your own candles during a regular oh, evening? Yeah, so there's a little light back here. Or do you make cocktails here. by feel? Okay. Um, so there's a, the space is it's tight. You can fit three people. You don't want to have three people, okay. but it happens okay. a lot. Uh, okay. So yeah, it's okay. a fun little space. It's so a what's dance. the what's the first cocktail that you're gonna make for us to try? First cocktail is going to be shoga. It's going to be a uh, starting boozy. We're gonna start there. Shoga. Oh, yes. I see it here on the menu. Okay. Which means ginger loosely in Japan and Japanese Japan. Okay. I am looking at these, so I see, I'm not going to pronounce anything. I don't, 
I see that there's Rittenhouse. That's the ingredient that I do know is Rittenhouse yes, rye that's in here. Yes. Um, so can you tell me what is ginger shochu? Yeah, so ginger, well, shochu in general is a spirit that is made in Japan of either rice, sweet potato, barley, koji, and a few other things as well. Um, this one specifically is made of made with uh, rice and barley, also with ginger. It is. Do you like ginger? I do like ginger. Yes, that's so good. you have chosen because well. it is ginger <laughs> forward. Okay, okay. <laughs> so this is going to be more than like a Moscow Mule or something. I'm going to get hit with more ginger than that. Yes, ginger, okay. and this one is also meant to play with your senses as well. Okay, you'll have a glass that is filled with a uh, mixture of hickory and alder smoke. And then you will have an all-natural Japanese incense that's called autumn leaves um, that pairs nicely with the cocktail. Okay. <laughs> Wait a minute. All right. So you are um, currently... So by the way, to, to the listeners who aren't in this, this fantastic room right now, I'm still sitting over at the table enjoying myself. Uh, but Damien has moved over to the bar. And I see that you are not only getting a cocktail, but you are getting incense ready. So you were like... Yes. That, I... Wow. Okay. I love the... all. Yeah. I see what you mean by sensory now. And it's, I mean, so much of our taste is from smell. It is. I don't it know why, more, why do more, more bars not do incense. I guess they just don't care as much as you guys do. Right? Uh, but, yeah, we'll say that. And I'm I here. So. And then what is this? Uh, just a smoker. This is the uh, mixture of hickory and alder smoke here. Oh, you're smoking the glass yes. with it. So you're smoking the glass, plus you have incense going. This is, uh, so by the way, if you are listening, there will be a couple pictures of, of these concoctions on Classic Music Indies social media. I'm already um, pretty excited about what's happening here. Um, so the next ingredients I see is, uh, and so I'm just looking at the, um, I'm looking at your menu, and your menu doesn't say incense. I just want to point that out. No, or no. Or smoke guns. Amazing anyway. surprises. <laughs> but I see, um, I might be missing out things, Kochi Rosa. Kochi Rosa, okay, yes. Kochi it is Rosa. going to be a uh, vermouth. It's vermouth. Okay. Yes. Is that also Japanese? Or? It is not. It's no, not. Okay. It is Italian. This is, <laughs> there we I am a um, sucker for presentation, and this presentation is stunningly myself. beautiful. So, so the, oh, wow. Okay, so right now I am simply inhaling the aromas of, that was the smoke gun and the incense. And so the glass, which by the way, it's a beautiful etched glass. And Hopefully when people come, but I actually, I wonder that maybe they feel it more than see you it. You can feel and it, and you can see a bit in your um. Like candle. in your candlelight, yeah, sort of reflect and catch the. That's beautiful. And then the cocktail itself is actually in a a, a little bottle it next is. to all of this. Um, so I take it. I am to pour this. You in. are to pour this okay. in completely, Fantastic. and then go at it. All right. So I. It's a beautiful color, kind of from a ginger-based drink. I did not expect this sort of rose. You get that from the Koki Rosa okay. itself. Yes. Wow. Okay. Um, I know that my job is sort of to describe like sensory things, but I'm honestly kind of at a loss for words here, which well done. I, I talk all the time um, and I don't exactly know how to describe what I'm smelling here other than it's amazing. Like that's a good thank thing. Thank you. Thank I, you. Uh, and the incense sort of like surrounding the glass as I, um, as I, at the moment I'm only nosing the drink. I haven't started tasting it yet. Um, what did you say the incense is? And how did you, like, do you pick the incense specific to the drink? Yeah, so I just bought, I think, one, two, three, four, about six of them, and then just went through each one and then tasted each oh, Okay, interesting. How many, of your, how many of your drinks usually have incense? Just this one. Just this one. Just this okay, one. Yeah. okay, okay. Each one I can has see its own if, little because thing. Because in the room, if there were, like, 
30 to, well, not 30, there's not that many seats in here, but there's no. like 16. 16 seats. Yes, yeah, 16. 16 seats, everybody. That's why you need to make reservations. That is uh, why. For this fantastic bar. But so this 16 seats, that would be a lot of incense, though. If you had 16. It has happened to the point on. where I've walked into the room and I'm like, man, why is it so smoky? And the bartender telling me, Dion will say, hey, yeah, I just made about six of them. And he's like, yeah, that'll do it. Okay. The first thing I'm hit with is floral. Mm-hmm. That's probably from the, the Rosa, yep. right? Uh, Rosa and that ginger has a little uh, floral note too oh, okay. as well. Okay. And then, so I'm letting it, I took just a little sip here and I'm just kind of letting it sit on my tongue. Now I get the ginger. Mm-hmm. and it's But it's a very um, real tasting ginger compared yeah. to like a cheap ginger beer or something, right? Oh, definitely. Um, which, you know, th- there's certainly times for a, I actually tend to do Kentucky Mules is, is my mule. Same. And there are times that that is the right drink, if you were. There are times at the right, you, right yeah. spots. Yeah, right but, spot, right but this one actually kind of smells and tastes like ginger. I feel, with this glass and presentation, um, I don't think they tended to drink this well. Have you ever seen, like, Downton Abbey? Or the new yes. show, The Gilded oh, Age? I, I, Have you seen I, that one yet? Religiously. It's probably one of the best shows. So okay. just reading this. The, I feel like I'm exactly. experiencing this right now. But go ahead, sorry. Exactly, no. My other half is reading the uh, Vanderbilt book. Oh, okay. And it lines up with... The uh, Gilded Age, almost to okay. the characters are yeah. actually kind of referenced as well. Yeah. So you can kind of get an idea of what's going to happen to some of these people at the end. It's yeah. it's <laughs> it's so good. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Well, and so what I you know what I love about that show and Downton Abbey as well. Is, I mean, speaking of sensory, just mm-hmm. like looking at, at the fabrics and the clothing, the clothing. and the food, and then the drinks and mm-hmm. um, and so in some ways, I think maybe this this beautiful and delicate uh, stemmed glass with with very nice etching on it. Um, with this fan- fantastic presentation. This is, and I'm feeling right now, I'm about, what, four minutes into this drink? This is a little booze heavy. It is booze heavy, I, yes. I just noticed yes. that in a very fun way, actually. And I love Rittenhouse rye, but the, the rye blends so well with everything else mm-hmm. that... It's a very light amount. If, if you had, okay, I was going to say, if you had handed me this and said, name the American spirit that's in this, I... Would have had to list a hundred before I got to Rittenhouse Rye, but I say that as a compliment, as um, that it all dances together so well. One of our musical thoughts. Yeah, well, in, in in earlier seasons of our program, there would be a music guest. Um, this season, we're just doing me with the cocktail or beer or whatever guest. Sometimes we have it, or we just have a musician. Mm-hmm. Um, but in previous seasons, I could always sort of just let the music guest do the hard work of coming up. Coming up with the pairing, um, I had some ideas that I'm now trying to decide. Because I'll, I'll tell you my, my original thinking. I, I, I come up with the, with the music during the show, but I try to, like, try to think of a genre, an idea in advance. And what this room reminds me of is just the, a classic salon. And in music culture, the salon was where like, chamber music happened, where... Um, violin sonatas or piano sonatas or small ensemble works Mm -hmm. that would happen in rooms not much bigger than this. People, you know, in European tradition at the time, they probably weren't drinking cocktails, but they were probably drinking wine, Um, maybe maybe a spirit or brandy or something. Brandy or something, for sure. Um, Probably in the places I'm thinking, I'm not a lot of beer, but... Mm but they would be drinking that, and there would be performers and, and playing in a room, you know, with, you know, there's 16 seats in here, not much bigger than that, but that's where so much of the creativity happened. And, and that was often the first audience of a piece of music where a composer would try out new ideas before they ever made it to the concert stage. 
And that's so. So first of all, that like I think you guys have made a 21st century salon here. Oh, appreciate um, it. And that it's it's. Um, it's vinyl and recorded music mm-hmm. is, is what you're playing, but it's the, the same sort of atmosphere and the same sort of listening experience um, for kind of a, a small group of people at any given time. Um, so anyway, I had been thinking about trying to uh, muse, histo- uh, historical music that comes from the salon culture. So uh, art songs is very common. So like music that would be like a piano and a vocalist, okay. or that kind of thing. Um, or a solo piece on piano or something. Um, but then you hit me with the incense and the Japanese <laughs> influence, and now I am. Uh, although I think I'm going to maybe go with something from sort of a salon culture here. And I think, I don't think there's not actually a, a French ingredient in this, is there? Right? It's, no. You said it's Japanese, Italian, and American? Yes, sir. Are the ingredients? Um, well, anyway, I'm going to go with France anyway. <laughs> and Martha loves France, so it, it fits. What did you say? Martha loves France. So okay, France. perfect. Yes. Well, and I think it's actually the, the beautiful color and the beautiful glass. And I mean, so many, I've, I've been fortunate enough to, to spend some time in Paris. Mm-hmm. And a lot of places I've been in, in Paris are similarly interested in the sensory experience and the, either the listening environment or, I mean, so much of the food is about the aromas mm-hmm. and so much of the drinks are about the aromas and that kind of thing. Um, and about just sitting and listen and enjoying a thing, and I'm mm. assuming. And most of your nights, people aren't just like sitting here on their phone or something the whole time, right? You don't have just no. like 16 people playing no, Wordle. You can't even use a well, flash in here. So no. Oh, nice, good. No. I like that. Okay. Um, so, I was trying to think of some some sort of famous salon cultures of these sort of small artistic groups. And what I was thinking of is in the for the early 20th century in Paris, um, there was this group of musicians and artists and poets. Uh, who called themselves the Apache, and it looks like it looks like Apache when you look okay. at it. Um, but what it meant was hooligans, and it was these musicians and poets that felt they were the artistic outsiders that were doing weird, different things that no one else in the city is doing. Very nice. And in some ways, I think that's kind of what's happening in this room. You're doing weird, artistic things that no one else in the city is doing. For sure. Um, now, looking back at that. Some of the people that were part of this were Igor Stravinsky and Claude Debussy and uh, Maurice Ravel, some of the most famous composers of art music of the 20th century. But at the time, they were kind of a small little ragtag group doing what they wanted to do. Uh, Membership sort of fluctuated within it. But I was thinking a piece, so um, uh, Ravel, uh, uh, Maurice Ravel was the composer I was thinking of. Um, And I think his music matches the sensory element of what I'm experiencing here. Um, and we'll listen to a piece here in just a second. Hey, he, he, is, uh, he is very well known today, uh, now 100 years later, um, for his arrangements of other people's works. He was an orchestrator. In addition, he was a composer, of course, but an orchestrator, and then he could take somebody's piano work and then make it for an orchestra or something and make it just sound so beautiful. He was a master of tone color. Okay. And... and um, experiencing music in multiple different shades and being able to like tune in to different elements. Very cool. And so I think that Ravel actually sort of fits for this. I, I feel like if Ravel was alive today and lived in Indianapolis, that probably he would like this bar quite a bit uh, right. because of the attention to detail and the beautiful, I mean, um, I'm still enjoying the incense. Even, that's the great thing about this. I'm not actually actively sipping, but I'm still getting. Still getting like something, a, yes. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Um, so I was thinking, um, he has a piano suite of five movements. Uh, the English title is Mirrors. 
I don't speak French. I speak German, and I, so it's mirrors or something. M I R O I R S. Um, I'm sure there's somebody listening to this who just rolled their eyes. I'm sorry, listeners. Um, but anyway, um, we tried, we tried. Um, I kind of feel. I feel like if there weren't recordings and there was just a piano in here, that this might be the kind of music. Um, so what we're gonna do is let's listen, and I want you to let me know. Is this cocktail is your creation. Yes, sir. If you think that this music at all matches with your creation. Okay? So let's go ahead and give a a listen to the, the suite by Ravel.
All right, so we have been listening to Ravel's piano work, um, uh, Mirrors, or Mirrors. We actually decided to listen to the fifth movement, um, sort of on a whim as we were finding a recording. But so um, I've got a couple thoughts after hearing it, but what do you think, Damien? Do you think that this pairs well with the sensory experience that you have created for me here? I, yeah, I think so. I think around the 245 and 250 mark, um, the piano. I like uh, you're getting so specific. I really Go specific, ahead, yes, yes, I'm really specific. <laughs> uh, I, I can tell like, with the cocktails, by the way, that you like being specific. That's a yeah, good thing yeah, in a bartender. But go ahead. I keep interrupting uh, you. Oh, no, no, you're good. You're good. Um, I say um, I can kind of like hear the floral notes. And mm, then yeah. after the 250 mark, more of a deeper piano kind of gave me more of the rye. Nice. And then okay. I think just throughout the entire piece is probably I would get more of the sensory and smell and mm-hmm. whatnot. Yeah. And it's so atmospheric. Yes, that piece. it is. And it is. it's, I have a feeling that if you were here, enjoying a beverage, listening to the music, that other than the time of the music, like time of the outside world probably kind of disappears, right? It you does. Are, you're, you're in this moment. You are. You um, definitely which, forget where you're at. Exactly, which is something I think is actually pretty rare in our like 21st century lives, right? We're always heading to our next thing or on our phones being aware of things that are I, annoying. I agree. But, but um, to what I love about that piece is it doesn't, like it's going somewhere, mm-hmm. but it's not, you don't really know where it's going, and it's yeah. you're sort of just experiencing it, and as opposed to maybe some pieces of, of classical music or um, or pop music where you know that there's a chorus about to happen, right? Mm-hmm. Or in classical music, you know that there's a big brass hit about to happen. Yes. Like you can tell we're building to something. That piece is just it's almost like just be content and be captured in this moment. Let this moment happen. Mm-hmm. You are alive right now. Experience your senses in this moment. And I think that you have, with this, with the presentation, with the drink, and that I'm sort of imagining me, you know, for the sake of your bar, we're recording this during the daytime so that you guys can uh, be open normally. But I can imagine, like, being sort of just completely engrossed in um, a moment that isn't stress about whatever jobs exactly. or, or things exactly. like that. Um, I also, uh, as we were listening, to me it sort of sounded like smoke drifting. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe that's the same. Yeah, I was going to mention too, sense. like smoke drifting, and then it kind of reminded me of the wind or just like the air or whatever, mm-hmm. just the way that it uh, flowed, went up, down, up, down, yeah. kind of never know where it was going to go. Yeah. Almost. And so the French composers of this time, they're sometimes called impressionists. Mm-hmm. Um, the composer himself hated that name, uh, Ravel, but people kept calling him impressionists because he, he was. So the the... Paintings would be like Monet. It was mm-hmm. sort of the same time, or brief right after, and kind of inspired by. But the, those paintings that similarly capture a moment where it, it's the light reflecting off a lily or something, right, mm-hmm. or off this bridge, and it's this beautiful scene in which it's you can study it for however long you're able and fortunate enough to look at the painting, but you can feel that it was like a, a capture of a mm-hmm. moment with all of these different like glistening lights and things like that. Um, which is, I think, why people are still drawing over a hundred years later are drawn to this kind of music. Because I think we, I mean, as a people, I think we crave that feeling of I don't know if it's authenticity or if it's stillness and for sure and calm and sure. enjoyment. Um, I mean, that's why yeah. Martha opened the place is because her yeah grandfather gave her a bunch of classical music records. Oh, nice. She said, "What am okay. I going to do with these?" And then opened yeah. up a spot here. And do you guys ever do classical in here? Sometimes it's okay. it it's. It's usually it's a hard more. Sell, yeah. Yeah. It's a hard sell sometimes, just kind of depends on the group and whatnot. I can get away with it. I mean, 
Mm-hmm. I think I can. I played like Judy Garland live. Okay, nice. Yeah. yeah, from like Carnegie Hall. Yeah, um, beautiful. Yeah, no. So there. Are maybe times we should places. partner for a night at some point. I don't know. That, that that's maybe a conversation for after the episode. Yes. But if we yes. could like, because uh, I was actually having a thought here that like listening to in this sort of environment, listening to a whole symphony. Or oh, yeah, a whole act really of an cool. opera or something, yes. while also sipping on drinks and like this sort of like um, all-encompassing artistic experience. Anyway, I have finished that fantastic. Uh, what was it? it? Was Shoga Ginger? Yeah, Shoga, and then just in parentheses, just means ginger. Oh, I see. Okay, so Shoga is the name of the cocktail. Yes. It was amazing. Thank you, thank but you. But it is no more. Because I have finished it, and therefore it is time for round number two. So what do you have next for me, Damien? All right, next you'll have the the, um, Apuchon. I probably butchered that name. Um, So we will say um, options. Okay, the options, very good. Uh, And why (laughs) it's called options is because with the cocktail, you are offered either Nika Coffee's uh, gin uh, or Ichigo Barley Shochu. The Nika Coffee gin, just keep it kind of short. Okay. Its main highlight is the um, Kabosu rinds, um, which is a Kabosu. <laughs> um, so it is in the Yuzu family. Um, okay. It's kind of black. Keep going. Yeah, it's in the blast. Spot. It's a say? fruit. It's a fruit. Sorry. Okay. And I'm getting tongue tied. Okay. So no, it is um, kind of the lime, quote unquote, you should never say that, but it is of uh, Japan. This okay. one is, it's floral. It's extremely tart. Okay. Um, it's fun. And then okay. your uh, shochu is going to be, like I said, just a barley spirit. A barley spirit. Barley. Well, like what? What sort of it's a spirit made of barley from Japan? So you what had sort of, right now like, a. Notes uh, would that be? Let's yeah, say like um. Let's say notes. We'll say um. Weedy. Okay. Yes. So we're sort of sort of weedy versus citrusy. Exactly. Are, are kind of the exactly. Exactly. Uh, do you want it's me to subtle, choose, or do I get dealer's choice? You get here? dealer's choice. So, which one am I getting? Either shochu or gin. Oh, so, okay. Um, let's go with the shochu. shochu. Because I've never had that before. Right. But I've also never had the other thing. You've not. So, how about we do this? I'll give you a little bit of both. Um, this is a win for me, as far right. as I can tell. <laughs> um, that is fantastic. Interesting. Okay. I see here on the menu, it says Japanese plum and effervescent. Yes, yeah, so your Japanese plum is going to be called umeshu. Um, we use that's a spirit umeshu. Yes, it is okay. a uh, Japanese plum brandy from Japan. Okay. Um, the fruit that flavors the umeshu is called an ume. Um, you'll get okay. one with your cocktail. It's okay. a little round plum that has a little pit in the middle. Um, the flavor. It's wait, you're giving me a piece of fruit with the cocktail? Yeah. Wow. You have thought about this experience quite a bit. Yes, a bit. I am impressed. A bit. And I'm only giving you the very quick notes, so you have to kind of come and experience it. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, um, I'm i definitely a person who takes cocktails pretty seriously, but I am rarely in, do I encounter someone who has thought about the entire sensory experience of it. The sight of it, the smell of it, mm-hmm. the mouthfeel, the taste of it, like all of that in one sort of option here. Oh, option. Wait, I just did a pun. Did you hear uh, that? Ding ding. Did you hear that? Yeah, okay. I did hear that. I didn't actually yeah. mean to do that. That was an accidental pun. <laughs> it was good. It worked. <laughs> Thank you. Um, okay, so it's this plum liqueur. Mm-hmm. I see soda water, and then I chose, I think I chose the barley. You did. The, the, give you the, show, the Japanese barley well. thing. Yes. Okay. Oh, but I'm also getting a little taste of that. Yes. Wow. I have a tough job. You everybody. do have a tough job. Yeah, I have to go so. around the city and try the best things that are offered in Indianapolis. And then I just make up a piece of music, and people are like, yeah, that's great. And that's the show. 
Very nice. All right, so I'm gonna temper some ice here. Would you, uh, okay, temper some ice. Would you explain that to uh, my friends who have yes. no idea what you mean? Because I completely know what you mean by that. Yeah, no, um, I essentially want to make the ice appropriate to put into a cold drink. So right now this drink is gonna be a hair warmer than the ice and it'll cause it to just shatter into little pieces and not be as clear. And so you're guy, warming the ice. Exactly. Just a little bit so just it doesn't a hair. crack. Exactly. Interesting. Our guys from Cubicle deliver this to us weekly. So Is that a local? It is local, yes. Cubicle, okay. Yes. And that's what you, yeah, by the way, even like my water that I had when we came in, I was like, hey, can I get a drink of water? You gave me this beautiful rectangular ice cube that filled yes, the whole glass. And you're getting so that's also one. cubicle, but it is. you guys have even thought of the experience of drinking water. We have. So it's going to get a little noisy. So what am I hearing now? This is, just a little torch. A, just a torch. Yes, just, just a, a torch. A torch at the bar. <laughs> well. It's what mainly used to. It's not, I can't see you at all because you're kind of around the corner. Yes, right now. this it's is okay. kind of. Yeah, I'm always hidden. Um, this is kind of uh, mostly. You just used hide for, back there and make torch noises exactly. and light things on fire. Then uh, our chef uses this to brulee um, cheese. Oh, onto okay. Wait, our so it's like a creme brulee torch. It, yeah. Okay. What are you? Oh, the ice. Your ice. Oh, yes. oh, that's how you're warming it. Quick temper. Yes. Yeah, I knew that because I totally understood what you meant all along. But for the people who didn't know what tempering ice meant. That was now we know. Like, yeah, now they know because I always knew. What? You, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so the ice will be properly tempered, and then is this? Um, I'm, I'm assuming stirred into to, it. I'm it is. So do, like, we'll give it a no. Okay. It's built, and then we'll give it a light stir. Okay. It's built. Um, that it means is. everything's poured into. Everything's poured into one glass. Okay. Yes, sir. Okay. Very good. I'm seeing a. a Pretty wooden, like bento box kind of thing. Over yeah, there. we have a bamboo box here. A bamboo box, yeah. We filled with ice to keep temperature. The box will be filled with ice. Yes, it will. But not, not ice for me to consume. Just interesting. If you want to, you can, but it's not but really. I don't eat a whole lot of box ice, but <laughs> <laughs> I never know. I, I, I guess. Little parts. Um, I've also never had a cocktail in which there was ice kept around the cocktail, which is pretty clever, actually. Why haven't I had more of that? I do not know. Yeah. Why have you not? It's pretty great that they, so you, you have come up with all of these based on some inspirations for some books and bars you've been to. Yes, sir. It's pretty fantastic that this bar gives you the freedom to, the creative freedom, right? To be able to create these amazing sensory experiences for people. Yeah, we're very lucky and fortunate that we get the opportunity to use and have access to a lot of Weird, funky ingredients and yeah. whatnot. Okay, so... Oh, you're, that's right, you're preparing both options, which is... I am. This is the host special here, though, right? It is. When people it come is. in, they're going to have to pick one. You're going to have to pick. Okay, well, I'll try to describe both of them with my fairly limited <laughs> vocabulary, but I will try. So I'm just watching from over here. I, I, normally, if I was here, I wouldn't be able to see you, right? This you would not. I would here. be in a corner, so right now... Which, I honestly, I guess I could see the... The joy of it just appearing in front of you. Exactly. Like, wait, what is happening right now? <laughs> so you also have a, um, you have seasonal cocktails, right? That, that rotate a yep. little bit. Um, are these spring? Are these winter? Or so right now, um, this does not line up completely um, with the uh, Japanese micro seasons as I want to. So uh -huh. this coming summer. We'll do a little shit so that way I can kind of start fresh and anew okay. and keep it going through the but, process. But you, the, these two that we've had, 
um, the Shoga and the Ap- Apushan. Mm-hmm. Those will be on the menu for a couple months. For a couple the, more the months, people yeah. People co- come in and try those? Okay. Yeah. They're... And even when they go away, you'll have just come up with more amazing things, right? Exactly. And actually, I mean, I'm seeing on your seasonal cocktails, one, two, three. I'm seeing eight options, and then I see three premium, and then several classic. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's in addition to a fantastic wine list, which we haven't even talked about, um, and food. There, there's options here. Um, do people tend to do uh, dinner here? And or snacks or both? Typically, yes. Typically, okay. people are getting a full dinner as well. As, with with um, all the with cocktails. Their, exactly. Okay. okay. All right. Fancy burger, I see, on the, <laughs> the food menu. I'm yes, sorry. Yes, there is a fancy <laughs> burger. That, actually, I from everything I've seen, I believe you that it's fancy. And this cocktail that is coming to me, me right now looks extremely fancy. Okay. I, I sit before me. This is a wooden box about six inches tall. With two glasses in it, filled with ice around the glasses to keep them chilled. And by the way, a beautiful long ice cube that was tempered. Yes, sir. As I understand, tempered. with the torch, yes. so that now it didn't that we crack. Know what this is. And then, is this the plum here? It is. This. So it'll have a little pit around the middle. Okay. So be careful when you're eating around it. Okay. Very good. Um, what you'll do I once, is I once broke my front or chipped my front tooth on an olive in Vienna, and like I didn't have a way to fix it for three weeks. So I just had like a, anyway. So I, I've learned to be no careful. Thinking. Yes, we'll, I have we done that. Be careful. But like, so I was smiling my way through customs and stuff like, on my way back to the country. But anyway, um, all right. So I have there's also there's two glasses here. What two glasses? Uh, yes. Describe to me what I'm supposed to do right so now. So what you'll okay. do um, is take a few sips of your Collins glass. That's the tallest one right here. Okay, nice. And then as you get lower, you'll just start adding in your shochu and or your gin. So, uh, okay, so this is the spirit. Yes, your spirit's here in this little... Interesting. And so in this glass is the soda your water. Your soda water and you mesh you. That's the plum. The plum Inter- so you add the spirit into it as you're going. As you're Interesting. going. Interesting. Why? Um, well, I really wanted to have a cocktail that you could have an option of what you wanted. Yeah, no, I, I like that idea before. a lot. And so then the... I don't the, know why. Yeah. That's a good question. I was no, that's, s- that's okay. I, I wasn't... I didn't mean why is like a... Like oh no! Bar, it's, I had to like think in an about angry it for a way. I'm just curious no, about, the, about like the artistic uh, creation here. I wanted something light, extremely light and effervescent, low in ABV for the most part. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh, sorry. Whew. I don't know. why I'm apologizing for liking your drink. <laughs> I haven't even added the spirit yet. That's no, just simple the, ingredients too. Um, I'm sorry. Umeshu. 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 Yes. So that's just the umeshu and soda water. Yes, that's it. And so, like, what I'm drinking right now is probably. What, similar to a beer in terms of alcohol content, right? Yeah, you know, 5%, lower. something yes, a little bit lower. Yeah, it's low. But it's delightful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, yeah. Oh, wow. It's... Uh, I am currently failing to come up with adjectives, which is literally my entire job. Um, but it is... Mm, like bubbly stone fruit. Yes, exactly. And... Okay. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Which is a thing I didn't know that I needed more of in my life. Apparently, I mean, I haven't even added the spirit and or tasted the actual fruit. Oh yeah, no, we'll hear we'll in just a second. And we'll smell it. Okay. So I've had this soaking in kapo juice and simple syrup for a while. Oh, okay. Wait, soaking in what? The kapo juice. So that'll be the that? uh, Japanese um, citrus. Okay. Close to lime. Would you recommend I try it now? Yeah, try. Being careful now. about my front teeth. For sure. So the way they're eating it. Yeah, you're good. You Was that okay? Yeah, okay. you're good. <laughs> Making me nervous. <laughs> so I know this is a podcast and there's no cameras running, so you didn't see the 
almost glare that I just gave to Damien <laughs> about how good that is. That was almost a little like, are you kidding me? Was the look I just gave. That is delightful. And so we were talking briefly about food. I'm, I'm assuming the food is likewise thought of with just as much care and just as much attention to detail. It and is. So I see, I see a few entrees on it. I mentioned a fancy bar. I shouldn't um, only point that out. I'm seeing also things um, like uh, I see some uh, Caesar salad. I see... A, I see potato skins, um, which I'm sure are quite fantastic. Are as I look delicious. at all the ingredients of that, I see a trout roe as a part of that, which is I don't normally think about as like a TGIF potato skin. No, no, I think these, are, these are a different sort of idea. <laughs> I see caviar idea. on the menu. I see um, carrot dip with chips. Um, I see fresh breads, it looks like. Uh, sashimi yes, the, at the market rate. Our new um, chef, Ben, made that. It is uh, delicious. Okay, fantastic. Um, also some desserts and um, some other water options. So you're saying, so you could either, so whenever you book uh, your reservation, you could do dinner here, you could do cocktails and snacks, mm -hmm. dinner and, cocktails, dinner and all, cocktails, all sorts of options while having this sort of full sensory and listening experience. Exactly. Okay, fantastic. All right, let me get back to this plum. All right. <laughs> you know, to add your spirits. It's so in. good. It is really good. I mean, add the spirits. No, I'm sorry, no, I'm just distracted. <laughs> I will say, as a host with a microphone, the plum sometimes sort of sticks on the top of your mouth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <Like> I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that was like a joke you planned on me. No. Yeah, we'll say later. Okay, I'm going um, to sniff both of the spirits before I add them. Um, so the one here in the box. It's going to be your shochu. Shochu. Okay, I have to, it's like a little bit of a beaker. This it sort of feels beaker. like a science experiment. Like Almost. In, like in high school. This was, I'm sorry, you j literally just told me what it That's was. That's your barley shochu. That's the barley shochu. Yes. Okay. It's okay if I just taste it by itself, yeah, yeah. just because sure. I'm curious. Mmm. I'm okay. This is it is very good. Another mm. one I don't really know how to describe because I think I was expecting something to be a little more like uh, sake, but it's it's not at all. No. Really. Um. If you were to think, like, can you compare it to something that people would, I people honestly, like me would have had before? No. <laughs> no, you can't. No, I can't. Really, yeah. yeah, I don't think I can either. It's. Really at all. quite fascinating. It's its own thing. Because uh, it, w is it relatively high in it is not low alcohol in content? It's low. pretty low. Yeah. So this uh, both of these options general, are fairly low. The shochu, yes. Gin, no. The gin, the gin. But is low, with the okay. amount that you get, it still keeps it low ABV. I see. Yeah. Let me smell the gin now. Which is probably my favorite Ooh. of the two. Yeah. Oh, that smells. But I mean, to be honest, that smells good just because it's more familiar to me, mm -hmm. right? I I know gin. I mean, I don't like. No, all gins are, but I have had gin before. For I've sure. had, I've been lucky enough in life to have tasted gin. And this was the gin that was, um, as uh, the Kabosu forward yeah. notes, you'll notice almost little to no juniper. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's kind of nice. Yeah. Sometimes juniper, to my taste, is a little bit too much. That's another, sometimes I say things on this show that people are like, they're either they just turn me off or they're rolling their eyes, or they completely agree that sometimes it's a little too heavy. Okay, I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna add first the just because because I don't even know how to describe it. The um, shochu. The shochu. Thank you for. No problem. You're doing very good for whenever I glance at the menu, trying to remember what all these new ingredients are. And do you just let it sit at the top, or do I shake it? You can give it a little. Okay. Let's blaster. Little, yeah. little twirl. Okay. Very good. So yeah, this is a sort of a tall Collins glass with this very long, beautiful ice cube in it. 
um, that now has the added spirit. You said you, said you have seating in the summer outside. We will, you yes. Will. It's a very new like, concept. But I can see sitting out on like a... You know those summer nights in Indiana where we're blessed where it's like the light is still out at 9 o'clock at night? Yep. This would be absolutely perfect for that. I agree. I think, to just sort of like I agree. watch the sunset. And do, do you have music outside? Or We do. We have speakers on the outside. Okay, so they can... It's a little bit of a different experience, of course, because there's cars going by mm -hmm. and people talking. And there's, you know, two fantastic restaurants or three fantastic restaurants on this corner. There are. Right? Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of people. But there are. We get lucky with having precedent on the weekends, so we don't have to compete with the other guys. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's always nice. <laughs> it is always nice. And you always get a different vibe outside than you get inside. Yeah. Music-wise. Uh, do you have to reserve the tables outside? Um, that's You're not, not sure completely fleshed out. Yeah, for the okay, most part, it's going to be a... Um, Overflow for waiting people Very to good. grab okay. cocktails or just okay. walk-ins. Well, I will tell people, don't wait to find out for the summer. Because come and try this place before then. Um, but then again in the summer, I could see like this cocktail as I watch a sunset or something. For sure. One of those, like, yeah, you know, those, those 9.30 sunsets that mm -hmm. happen like, in June or something, or July. Those, the best part of living in this, this city that has, like, that we're on the eastern time zone, even though we're... You know, you know what I mean. We get very late sunsets in the late summer. Late sunsets, for heaven. sure. Mm. Okay. I have an idea for the music. Alright. Um, you were talking about the Japanese influence of the whole bar, which, now that I know that I'm looking for it, I can see that it appears almost everywhere on the menu. Mm -hmm. I didn't see it before, because I'm apparently not very observant. But, and or I'm just kind of ignorant and didn't know what I was yeah. looking at, um, looking at all these amazing ingredients. Um, are, uh, and so when, whenever um, you come in to, uh, you, the listener, come in to try some of these cocktails, I think if you look through the menu, we'll see that there's some really fascinating ingredients here. But anyway, the piece I was thinking of was the composer Tori Takamitsu, who is probably the most important Japanese classical music composer. Um, and relatively recent, uh, late late 20th century, most of his works actually, um, blend of Japanese aesthetic with sort of the more, the, the Western art music tradition, uh, pieces that are comfortable in many different situations, and, and pieces of music that are sort of effervescent in their attitude and their tonal colors and things like that. The, the piece that, I, that specifically came to my mind is I Hear the Water Dreaming which I think is a beautiful name of a piece of music. And I think actually as I'm holding this cocktail with this sort of, with the effervescence with it, I, I think I hear the water dreaming. It kind of I actually like works. Just as a, Honestly, that could be the name of a cocktail. <laughs> right? I like that. Yeah, it could um, be actually. And so Takamitsu writes with this, it's, it's a, I've already said, ton, I've said tonal colors many times in this, but I mean, that's really what I'm thinking about here is these, these sound experiences that are unusual and inventive and creative and provide a completely different atmosphere than what a lot of other composers are doing. And so how about we give a little bit of a listen to I Hear the Water Dreaming um, by Takamitsu and see if you think that it agrees with the Opushan. Did I pronounce right. that right, Opushan? Yeah, I think, well, yes. Okay. <laughs> For All right. us, yes. Very good, so let's give it a listen. All right, let's do it.
All right, we have been listening to Takamitsu's I Hear the Water Dreaming. Did you hear the water dreaming in this I one, Damien? I did the water dreaming, <laughs> you yes. Do you yes. think that it matches here with the Opushon? I think to a T. To a T? To a T, yeah. Fantastic, okay. I'm like the 222 mark. I feel like... Again, so the, specific, yes, I love it. With the flutes, you almost... That's like the feeling that you get once a cocktail it's like tasted as its whole, as it's meant to be, if that makes sense. Like what, what, once you like blend once you've it like all together. everything together, yes, yeah. you kind of get that just aha moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love the, again, it's another very atmospheric piece. I've, I've been picking very atmospheric music, I like, which are, like room filling sorts of music that isn't necessarily on a journey, but is more about an experience, mm-hmm. right? Which I think is sort of what you guys are, are, sure. are doing um, with this location. Um, I feel like <laughs> when I was, I was listening, I was jotting down, I wrote down tingly. Which I felt the <laughs> that piece is very tingly. It is very tingly. Um, yes. Which this drink is as well. Um, and I'll just say, by the way, this has nothing to do with the music. Setting my drink down in a box of ice is a very fun thing to do. I'm but glad, I, I'm glad. I, I enjoy I that. That is fun. Anyway, um, I think maybe it go the piece goes slightly better with the gin. Okay. Maybe because of that tingliness. Um, Though I think it would work with either. I get that. I, I've, I've tasted both, but I think um, as a piece of music, I think maybe. Um, anyway, and then there's sort of a, there's a contemplativeness to both the music and I think the drink, especially here. It's interesting. Having people pour to themselves, I wonder, it, it makes them maybe more aware mm-hmm. of it um, and more aware of their, the, the entire experience. But, sure, I like the interactive experience of it yeah, as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Well, this has been just an absolute delight. I have been blown away by the two cocktails that I've been presented here. Um, Thank you. Thank we can we should, we'll take a picture here of all the empty glasses that are in front of me of this entire uh, with incense and with boxes filled with ice um, and in a, in a beautiful room. Um, really, you guys have done some fantastic work here. So if, if if you were listening to this, make a reservation to come out and check try some of these fantastic cocktails. Um, as just like a cocktail fan, I will say when you first come in and look at the menu. You're going to see uh, the, the prices are not, like, insane by any means. The, the, if it's okay if I say this, the first oh, drink I sure had was 14. Uh, this drink was 16. But when you see the amount of care that went into the presentation of it, then you're actually like, oh, I think maybe they're undercharging, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> because, I mean, if you go to some bars and you expect, you know, I just want, like, a cheap cocktail that's, like, whiskey with a soda in it, right? You're, you're used, you can, we can get used to that here. But this is definitely a, like an experience sort of night where you can get one or two really nice cocktails that are crafted with creativity and with care. And um, as a musician and a scholar of music and as an amateur of cocktails, like care and precision and creativity all mixed into one is honest. That's the things I love the most. And, and you have done that very well here, Damien. Oh, I appreciate um, it. I, I, I am confident the food... Has certainly anytime I've been to any of the family of restaurants, I've had an amazing meal. I am sure that here the bars maybe even upped. It's a little very bit. different, yeah. Um, it is. But it's I super good. I look forward to coming back to try the food and coming back for dinner. Please um, do. So you have you have impressed me. I don't know. I, I don't have like an official stamp. I wish we had like a sound. An bite. Actual sound. Yes. <laughs> I was like, wah, 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 wah. you have impressed <laughs> me. But anyway, um, so uh, thank you so much to Damien for everybody at Bar One Fourteen. Um, this has been so much fun. So if you were like me, 
and you have been living in ignorance and have never been. There is, by the way, a five-year anniversary coming up. So you've been here five yes. years, five and I live years. not far from here, and didn't. And it just goes to show how much cool things are happening in our neighborhoods that we don't even know about. Yes. Um, and so, by the way, check out the five-year anniversary. Um, I'm sure you'll have some stuff on your website or we will, people come in whenever Instagram, you guys. We said April. that this, this this spring in April. Yes, sir. Okay, perfect. Right around the um, and even before that, though, make a reservation, come in, have a couple drinks that are made with the utmost creativity and care. Listen to some fantastic music in a room that is designed specifically for that purpose. And any final words there, Damien? Uh, check us out. All right, Two fantastic. Well, I can't wait. And I, I think probably people are going to want to come, and then they're going to want to see when the seasonal cocktails change and come back and see what new crazy and amazing things you have come up with. We'll keep you guys posted. All right, fantastic. Well, thank you so much, Damien. Thank you. All right, cheers. cheers. All right, I hope you have enjoyed this very fun episode. I know I have had a good time at Bar 114. So go ahead and reserve a table. Come in for a fantastic cocktail, dining, listening, sensory experience. Look it up at bar114.com. Make sure to spell out the 114 as you were looking for it. I would like to thank my guest, the cocktail program director at Bar 114, and then with all the bars and the restaurants here within the Patichu Incorporated family, Damien Weems. Thank you so much, Damien. You have really blown me away with your cocktails. So Classical Pairings is a listener-supported podcast. Please support us by texting the word PAIR, P-A-I-R, to 202-858-1233 to help us keep bringing you the best craft food and beverage makers paired with classical music. And Classical Pairings is a production of Classical Music India, and our producer is Ezra Baker Truppiano. You can find more of my Classical Pairings in Note Magazine, along with features on other great classical musical artists. And finally, I hope that you will join me for a Classical Pairings Live, an event series that we are planning that will be sponsored by the National Bank of Indianapolis. And each Classical Pairings Live is hosted by a local food and beverage partner, where you will sample great food and beverage paired with live music by talented local artists. You can access free digital copies of the Note magazine and find out more about Classical Pairings Live at classicalmusicindie.org. Thank you so much for listening, and cheers, and I'll see you next time.